keeping that Michigan NBA tradition a little bit stronger with Levert added to that team, has a chance to be a great player in the league. And with that, we'll leave you with a good night and a go blue for the Daily Sports Report. I'm Dan Dissler. This was Will Yang joining me on the other side of the glass. Enjoy the NBA draft tonight, and good night to you all. All right, all right, all right, everybody, settle down. Come on now, now. Um, welcome to the weekly meeting of the National Association of WCB and lovers. Yeah, it makes the heart pound faster. All right, now, if you'll all turn to page four in the manual, we will sing the club song. All right, turn to page four. That's it. All right, now, everybody ready? Here we go. I'll begin. You can join in later. Here we go. Ah, what is the station we love? What sound are we extra fond of? It's not any trouble, you know it's WCB. When you hear... WCBN FM Ann Arbor. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's said If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Cause Every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. And waiter, there's food in my culture and culture in my soup. So it is 6.30, happens every Thursday at 6.30. And first, I just want to mention the Ann Arbor Summer Festival is continuing, top of the park this evening at Ingham, Ingham, Ingham Mall in Ingham. Let's try the Ingalls Mall next to the Clock Tower in Ann Arbor. Tonight is the 23rd, and so the Landmarks will be playing at 7 p.m. Air Traffic Controller will be playing at 8.30 p.m., or they'll be... Uh, controlling the traffic and the movie Amelie will be showing at 10 so much going on but here's something that's happening you may have heard about the Brexit vote in the UK to vote whether to remain as a part of the European Union Union or leave the European Union polls have closed it is now about 11:30 p.m. in the UK and it's way too early to count all the votes but there seem to be suggestions that the Remain campaign has prevailed and that the UK will stay with the European Union. Although, again, these are just polls. Although there are some concessions from people who were in the Leave campaign saying, no, we think Remain's going to win. Uh, So we'll try to keep you posted as much as we can, but the voting will probably continue into the night. In the meantime, there are some great, great songs about the Brexit campaign that great artists didn't realize they had written some 50 years before this actually happened. The Kinks were always ahead of their time, so I'm not too surprised about that. We'll get to the Kinks in a moment, but even earlier than that, in 1960, there was this cultural song juxtaposing British and Italian culture 
the great recording artist Peter so- Peter so- Peter Sellers. I'm too excited. Peter Sellers and Sophia Loren. This is Bangers and Mash, which, by the way, is sausage and mashed potatoes. And you can't say no to that, can you? Goes a little something like this. No, it is not a stew, but that is Peter Sellers. Let's try a little something like this. That's definitely not Peter Sellers either. I think we are floating dangerously close to Peter Sellers. I feel that we are going to be there in just a moment. We are now leaving that sound and entering Peter Sellers. Pardon the expression. Down in Napoli, and didn't she look great? And so I brought her back to Blighty just to show me mates. And though we're married happily, I'll tell you furthermore, I haven't had a decent meal since 1944. Eat your minestrone, Joe. That's all you ever say. Eat your macaroni, Joe. Every blinking time. No wonder you're so bony, Joe, and skinny as a rake. Well, then give us a bash at the bangers and mash me mother used to make. Bangers and mash. Minestrone. Bangers and mash. Macaroni. Give us a bash at the bangers and mash me mother used to make. Eat your tagliatelle, Joe. That's all I've heard for years. Eat your vermicelli, Joe. It's coming out me ears. You've got to fill your belly, Joe. Joe, for heaven's sake. Well, then give us a bash at the bangers and mash me mother used well, to make. Right. Bangers and mash. Tagliatelle. The bangers and mash. A vermicelli. Then give us a bash at the bangers and mash me mother used to make. 1943, Allied forces land in Italy. There's a smashing-looking bird over there, but I think she's showing out there. Well, why don't you chat her up, then? Right. Bon no signorina there. Here, are you married? Drop a dead. There you are. Can't have a fair answer than that, can you? I met him back in Italy, so dashing and good-looking. He won me and he dined me every night. He said I smiled so prettily And how we loved my cooking But since he's married me Eat your tagliatelle soft That's all you ever say Eat your vermicelli soft Every blooming day You've got to feel your belly soft Soft for heaven's sake When they give us a bash at the bangers and mash Your mother used to make Bangers and the mash Minestrone Bangers and the mash Macaroni Give me a bash with the banger and the mash <laughs> Why the same one that your mother was What you laughing at now? Listen, please Joe Yes? Why don't you belt up, or I'll give you a punch up of throat? Now she's a thousand me. Ha! Mamma mia. Ha! I'm telling you, this, this Brexit vote is getting pretty hot under the collar here. It's Pandora's Longbox, and that was finally, after several attempts, Peter Sellers and Sophia Loren with bangers and mash. As I mentioned a moment ago, still is, in fact, a British term for sausage and mashed potatoes. And this whole Brexit vote thing where the U.K. is voting whether to stay or go from the European Union, I think stirs up a lot of feelings amongst U.K. folks because food, well, food, this being a food show, I got to look into this, you know, food is a really big issue. Our food, our culture, 
says UK folks, it's a big deal. And well, a lot of, well, some folks in the UK have been resentful of the European Union over in Brussels, influencing how British folks could get their food, maybe, or how, how their food is regulated. And there are some pros and cons and yeses and nos, and there are some myths to do with that. I'm going to get into that in just a moment. Now, have you heard about the metric martyrs? Well, these are folks who figured that in the UK, they should be allowed to sell their food goods by the pound in the old imperial way, not necessarily using the metric system. The EU wants people to always have the metric system no matter what. They can mention pounds and the metric system both, but they're not supposed to have just pounds. And there was a story about Steve Thoburn, a market trader in Sunderland, who was convicted of selling goods only in, in, in imperial measures in 2011. And a group called the Metric Martyrs got together with him, and they appealed against the conviction. They were rejected, though, all the way up to the House of Lords and by the European Court of Human Rights. And so this was a contentious issue. So it looks like there could be some influence of, on, from Brussels and the European Union on how these things are sold. But the article in Wikipedia on the Metric Martyrs does say that Imperial units may be used, such as the pound, as long as metric units are also displayed. So the question is, do you want to just use pounds? Do you want to add kilograms? It's all very martyrly and complicated. Nonetheless, there are some EU bureaucracy myths. There's a very nice article that I saw here from Nina Martris, not to be confused with martyrs. She is not a martyrs, but she is a martyrs, I believe, or a martrice. She wrote this for NPR about myths being spread around the UK, about EU rules, especially ones that could threaten the UK way of life. It says here in 2011, when the EU put forth some very general guidelines on the need to improve the health and safety of truckers, the Sun said, European Union bosses want to put the brakes on the full English breakfast. Last night, lorry drivers were furious that their staple diet could be replaced by muesli and croissants. The EU responded, there is no EU plan to ban lorry drivers' British breakfast. So no worries there. Over the years, it says here, readers have been told that Brussels is forcing Britain to rename light ale, mince pies, lemon curd, and yogurt to comply with new labeling laws. That Brussels will dictate the three crops an English farmer must grow— that new European Commission rules relating to listeria and cheese made from unpasteurized milk pose a threat to the iconic British cheese. Stilton, that this is my favorite, that shellfish, mussels, oysters, and clams will have to be given rest breaks before being transported. Got to give those poor shellfish a rest, you know, riding around on trucks, it gets all bumpy. That smoky bacon-flavored crisps and the sale of unwrapped sweets are to be to be banned. These are all... These are all not true. Some are tremendous exaggerations. Some are not true. Also to be banned is ye olde English naval tradition of using wooden oars to stir the Christmas pudding. Henceforth, for purposes of hygiene, a plastic paddle is to be used instead, says Brussels. So it says here some of these stories are tremendous exaggerations. The mussels one, for instance, uh, they don't have to actually be given a break, <laughs> a mussels rest. The mussels one actually relates to rules about the humane transportation of animals like sheep and cattle. 
which are much bigger and may actually need a rest. Others, like the one about unwrapped sweets, about Christmas pudding, and the, quote, hysteria over listeria are downright fabrications. There's also the spicy story about how the politically correct EU has decreed that the savory snack called Bombay Mix is to be renamed Mumbai Mix. The EU, tongue firmly in cheek, replied, any suggestion that the EU would get mixed up in renaming this or any other snack, or saying snack, slack snack, is completely ludicrous. Simply ludicrous. There is also a rather funny Brexit meme going around. I saw it posted on Facebook by a friend. Uh, There was a Facebook page called Yorkshire Humor. It shows two hand-drawn choices with boxes. One says in, one says out. In the Brexit, that is in the European Union, out of the European Union. Do you choose to be in the European Union or out? And then the meme says, can't decide? Add the letter G. And it shows a second frame that has the choices as gin or gout. Which would you choose? Or if you have both, how will that work? In the meantime, as I was mentioning earlier, the kinks were very well ahead of their time. And in the early, that is to say, the mid, the early, mid, mid, early 60s, had a song about the Brexit issue. How would tea time be like if the British left the European Union? That's the question. Tea time would not be the same without the Madonna of Bruges, would it? The Madonna of Bruges is a marble sculpture of sculpture of Michelangelo of Mary with the child Jesus. And, well, isn't that fairly close to Brussels? Let's see what the kings have to say about afternoon tea without that.
Thank you, Kinks. Thank you very much. That is afternoon tea, and Madonna walked away. Or did she? Uh, The polls have closed in the UK. They're voting whether to stay or go from the European Union. Polls, well, exit polls have suggested, that is to say they're all exiting or entering polls or staying polls, but there seem to be suggestions that the Remain campaign to stay in the European Union has succeeded, but they're still counting all the votes, so we'll have to see. A quick note about something happening locally. Uh, The Great Lakes Food, Art, and Music Fest is going to be at Ford Field Park in Northville, featuring music by the Howling Diablos, the Hand Grenades, a bunch of other people, monster truck rides, slot car racing, bounce houses, karaoke. I wonder if they'll have monster truck karaoke. I don't know if I'm familiar with that, but that's going to be at Ford Field Park in Northville this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And the Ford famous fabulous Ford fireworks on the Detroit River are going to be this Monday. So this is an article that I found very interesting because it's kind of perplexing. One of the big proponents of leaving the EU in the UK is Boris Johnson, former mayor of London. And there is a very interesting article. It says here it's from pressliberal.com. And I find this article very interesting and odd to read because I think it was from Google Translate. I'm going to read part of this. Somebody tried to throw an egg at him. Here it comes. Don't Brexit, B-R-E-G-G, get it, egg. (laughs) Boris Johnson convinces a protester not to whirl an ovum at him at Brexit reunite because there are people hungry in Britain. Boris Johnson faced being pelted with eggs at his recent Brexit reunite, yet talked his method hour of it by pleading with the protester approximately a ailment crisis. The vote leave defender got his combat bus journey to York nowadays and drew a throng of hundreds for his stub articulate utterance on why Britain ought to deliver the European Union. Mr. Johnson was met with boos and heckling as he disembarked for a articulate utterance yet interrupted his remarks when he was tipped off approximately being in the streak of fire. The protester, Sam Grigg, a 22-year mature scholar at York University, had heckled Mr. Johnson as everything that's unjust with political science in this country as far as to the Guardian. In an in a odd place down, Mr. John announced him, There is a juvenile person here who had eggs he was going to whirl at me. Can you trust it? There are humans craving in this country, my friend. Don't decrease those eggs. Mr. Grigg later insisted he had no ways intended to whirl the three eggs he brought with him. (laughs) He did receive two, having placed one in the pouch of a Vote Leave supporter. Asked, provided he was going to whirl them, he said, no, I was not going to whirl an egg. The ovum was candid to dish with them. The ovum was to induce a scene. (laughs) Okay, okay. I don't know what's happening, but I'm reading it verbatim off the interwebs, and I just don't understand it. But I'm kind of glad at the same time. That was exhilarating. Here's another event happening. Here's one happening in Ann Arbor, a movie starting at the Michigan Theater tomorrow called Doe, that's D-O-U-G-H, yes, it is food. Curmudgeonly widower Nat clings to his way of life as a kosher baker in London's East End. Understaffed, he reluctantly enlists the help of a young Muslim apprentice, Ayash, who has a secret side gig selling pot to help his imminent... Here we're going to start again. Reset the, the, um, the typewriter. Ding. Okay. 
Understaffed, he reluctantly enlists the help of a young Muslim apprentice, Ayash, who has a secret side gig selling pot to help his immigrant mother make ends meet. When Ayash accidentally drops his stash into the dough, the hala starts flying off the shelves and an unlikely friendship forms. That sounds like a fair decent amount of fun. Doe is showing at the Michigan Theater starting tomorrow at 4.15, 7, and 9.45. And continuing on after that, you can see the days and showtimes at mishtheater.org, M-I-C-H theater.org. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and Arwolf is here. Face the Music is coming up at 7 with some wonderful musics of many, many kinds that you will not want to miss. I also want to mention about the Brexit because there's so much food involved. I heard about Sue Cooper earlier this week. She's the owner of a microbrewery called Little Valley Brewery in West Yorkshire, UK. Earlier this week, she talked to Morning Edition about a trio of beers they've created. She says we have the Inn Beer, and that beer is strongly influenced by the continental approach. A little bit more fruity, more open whereas the out beer has strong hints of Euroscepticism, a bit more of a bitter finish, let's just say. And the third one is our IDK, the I Don't Know beer, and that beer is much more mellow, takes a little bit more time, you know, sort of coming into its own. Well, there you go. So again, the Brexit vote in the UK, still counting, and they will be counting for a long time, but there have been hints that the UK will be staying in the European Union, which will be... News to this fellow singing about the votes today that came in from the Jellied Eel contingent. Now ever since I was a mite, I've had a whacking appetite. My olive for dinner would raise the rafters. I'd swallow me befores as well as me afters. Till one sunny afternoon, lay bunk something in me spoon. And I'm sure it must have been ever since then that I've had an irresistible yen. Four jellied eels, jellied eels, woggling about like wonky wheels. Why, your frown and look so sickly slide. I'm down your throat and quickly don't bring up any empty cup. No one else just are your bells. When you get to taste, you won't want to waste them lovely jellied eels. And shrimps are fine oh, I've flogged them since the age of nine oh, I used to jog along with me two wheelbarrow But there was something wrong There was something the matter I'd no jelly heels on show No wonder they didn't want to know I went out, pulled a load Piled them up in a pile And people could smell me coming a mile off Oh, jelly heels, jelly heels Woggling about my wonky wheels Why'd you frown and look so sickly slide I'm down your folk too quickly Don't bring up any empty cup No one knows just how you feel When you get to taste you won't want to waste him Lovely jelly eels Oh, they're giving out Wobbling about my walking wheels Why'd you frown and look so sickly slide I'm down your folk too quickly Don't bring up any empty cup No one knows just how you feel when you get to taste, you won't want to waste them lovely gillies. Oh, Jenny! Do I come down here on a Saturday morning? What do I get? Kids, nippers, cabbage all round me stall. Rotten, filthy, dirty, stinking, jammy, chocolatey fingers all over me jelly deals. Not to mention me wheels, me cockles, and me muscles, and me shrimps. It's all over me. Well, I'll tell you something. Oh, Jenny! I'm going to come down here. 
Jellied Eels. Sorry, that was loud. That was Jellied Eels, and that's by Joe Brown from 1960. Pandora's coming to a close pretty soon. It's five minutes to seven. OMG, my God. So quickly now, um, this is an important and divisive note. You know, this is we, this has been a, a difficult election year season, we know. The Brexit is exciting in Britain. It's been very divisive there, and we're just here to heal people. But in the meantime... We need to give you an idea of what Americans are angry about when it comes to food. Hope this doesn't get you too angry. A federal judge is allowing the bulk of a lawsuit accusing Starbucks of systematically underfilling lattes to move forward. Two California residents are suing the chain, claiming that Starbucks lattes are only filled to about 75% of the cup's capacity. The lawsuit says Starbucks instituted a recipe in 2009 to create smaller lattes in order to save money on milk. A federal judge in San Francisco has thrown out three of the eight claims filed against Starbucks. He's also thrown out a bunch of lattes into the back alley. Hope you didn't get hit by them. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Good luck, whether you feel in or out with the whole Brexit world, and I hope you've enjoyed these Brexit songs. And uh, Arwolf and Face the Music, in just a moment, I believe it's all going to start in a restaurant. That's the rumor I hear. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Keep listening. Never stop doing that. I've been Mike for a fair amount of time. But as you know, everything stops for tea, so don't stop listening, even for everything stops for tea. Okay, got that? Here's Jack Buchanan. Goes a little something like this. And by the way, yes, it is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. That is not Everything Stops for Tea. This is, I think, somebody in the anti-pro-pro-anti-Brexit campaign has been fooling with me, or I left the CD at home. In that case, let's quickly decide to play a song that is vaguely related to England and food, although we can call this uh, more of an in-campaign song here. This is, let's see, counting the cuts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Cut number ten here. This is a song from a British man who loves European food. So you know where he's going. Here are instead the Beatles and Savoy Truffle, like I intended. It goes like this.
That's beautiful. Thanks, Mike. Hey, it's 7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor, a student-run experiential radio from the U of M with a lot of connections to the surrounding community tissues like myself and Mike and all kinds of other people who collaborate with the students here to conspire to help you to use more than 12% of your brain. Is it working yet? Well, let's see what what we can do. I uh, very deliberately picked up out of a brown paper bag when I was going through recordings, and I looked at this recording, and I said, I really should honor Mike Perini by opening this week's Face the Music with a recording actually made at Chung's Chinese restaurant. I think that's in Cleveland, Ohio, in 1985 by the great North American pianist Dick Hyman. This is a, um, yeah, Chung's Chinese restaurant. I have not been there, but this is not the only example that I've found of good music recorded in Chinese restaurants.